Hey everyone, it's Brittany and we're on episode 95. Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Hey guys, today I'm going to be talking with Amanda Jane Daly. We're talking all things marketing for health coaches online. And if you are not a health coach, don't worry. Everything Amanda talks about is 100% applicable to all online business owners. We're going to be talking about how to use social media to actually fill your business. First, Amanda Jane Daly is a leading business mentor for health and wellness entrepreneurs. With nearly 20 years in online marketing, Amanda has earned recognition by the world's top advertising brands. Yet the fast-paced corporate life saw her training and multiple energetic healing modalities for many years just to survive and heal her own health. Since stepping away from the corporate grind to combine her two superpowers, healing and marketing, in the unique business mentoring approach, she has built a seven-figure online coaching business, which serves thousands of new entrepreneurs worldwide. Using her signature blend of wealth consciousness work, energy healing modalities, and the latest online marketing strategies, Amanda has become the go-to business plus wealth expert worldwide for healthy entrepreneurs who know they are here to make a massive impact on the world without burning out. She's driven by a dream of shifting the way the world values health and supporting women to step into their empowered leadership as healthy, wealthy entrepreneurs. All right, Amanda, welcome to the No Like and Trust Show. So great to be here. Thank you, Brittany. So I'm actually really interested in, first of all, all the things you offer. I have a personal interest in health, and I love how the internet has just brought us a wealth of knowledge because, you know, in the past, especially at least here in the U.S., you know, you had very limited options for where you got health advice. And oftentimes it was just from a medical provider who saw you maybe 20 minutes a year. And now, you know, I think so many people are becoming more knowledgeable about the options that they have in front of them. And it's given a lot of market availability to people, but it's also opened up the floodgates to, well, now what do I do online, right? Totally. Yeah. There's so many great things. What I do is I mentor health coaches, but I also have a health coaching business. So health coaching is definitely a new way of getting support where you can get support from someone online. And I think the simplest way that I explain health coaching is it's having someone support you to master the basics of your health. So really getting all your energy systems rocking and rolling and and feeling amazing in your life, no matter what's going on. And I always say, you know, you work with someone on this, really it's fundamentals for life. And then, yeah, if you get sick or whatever it might be, of course, we still have doctors and we still have all the mainstream pieces, but health coaching has come in as quite a new uh, addition to how we take care of ourselves and, and learn to do that for ourselves. For me as as a person, you know, not so much as, as a business owner, but as a person, it took some time for me to get my head wrapped around the idea that I could really take control of my own health. I was raised in an environment where I don't want to quote wrong information here, but I'm pretty sure from the time I entered kindergarten, so, you know, the age of five or so until I was like 14 or 15, I didn't actually ever go to the doctor. 
I wasn't sick. I had no problems per se. I had one, you know, minor visit to the emergency room for some stitches. But but other than that, I just didn't have any role in my health other than just, you know, living and, and breathing. And then I grew up to be an adult and I started, you know, finding out more information. I started having, you know, the odd, you know, problem here and there and realized that it was actually up to me to take control of this. And at the time, I realized that we didn't have all the the resources of of the internet and being online and and doing our own research and finding people that could help us. But now, you know, I scroll through Instagram and it seems like every fourth or fifth thing I see is a health coach of some sort. And that's probably because I'm interested in a lot of not natural health. So, you know, the feed definitely gives me that. But it also creates a bit of a problem for the health coaches out there to set themselves apart. Sure. Yeah. Well, to start with, I think that's happened, hasn't it? Because there's a need, you know, when there's a gap and a need in our society or in what we are craving or looking for, I find that most people became health coaches because they'd gone through that journey themselves, you know, where all of a sudden they're like, oh gosh, like, what do you mean that the medical pill isn't fixing me or whatever? And normally they've gone through some kind of health crisis and, and had to look for the answers. And I think the internet's done that. It's meant everyone's had to Google, work all these things out, do their own research. And then there is so much knowledge out there that is not you know, mainstream or not, you know, taught, like you're saying, your 20 minute checkup a year. So I think that passion is really what birthed the industry. And then yes, you are right. The more people that start being passionate about that, wanting to get that out. I think there's like a, a bit of a link in wanting to work for yourself as you start becoming healthy and start realizing there's restrictions on you from, you know, hours in a job and maybe dynamics at work that you weren't so happy with. So being an entrepreneur, not always, but often you can see why a lot of people are getting healthy, then want to share their knowledge and want to work for themselves. And I agree, the market can get quite crowded, but in my opinion, still so, so much room when we know how to market ourselves. So as someone who has successfully navigated this journey, what are the best practices, if you will, for someone who is ready? You know, they, They've got the passion, they've got the knowledge, and now it's time to share it and most importantly, impact others and help them. Like, Where do they go from there? Yeah, look, one of the things, especially for people in health and wellness, it, you can see how our interview starts, right? It's kind of like, well, what even is that? Like, what is that really? And there's all these people doing it. So for me, the number one thing that all health coaches have to get super clear on is how to do their marketing messaging, you know, which is how do you even explain what you do? Like no one knows what a health coach is. No, and there's many other, not just health coaches, you know, kinesiologist or energy healer. Like you're like, what? What's that? So the number one thing that everybody needs to work out first is how to explain what they do. You know, and for me, normally that is very simply, what is the pain point that you'll be taking someone from on a journey to a desired outcome? So there's, you know, a few formulas we can use there. But you think of it like when someone goes to, you know, the drugstore or uh, pharmacy, depending on where you are in the world, you don't go pick up a health coaching tablet, do you? You know, you always pick up the tablet for a pain point that you have. Same with books we read, same with even things that we Google. So one of the fundamental places that people struggle when they come out of these uh, kind of new age, if you like, qualifications is no one knows what the heck they're doing. So that's number one. And that's going to be First of all, for you to get clear on what you do, but obviously it's going to impact all marketing from there. I love the way you describe that. And as a brand strategist, as a brand photographer, I have also struggled with the exact same thing. Like, well, this is what I do and not always 
recognizing the blind spot. I know what I do, but not everyone else knows what I do. And I, from an energetic point of view, I've struggled with the whole marketing to pain points because fear-based marketing seems tacky sometimes, you know? And there's so many ways that people out there can just go way too negative. And you're right though, you know, you don't go to the drugstore and pick up a health coaching tablet. You pick up a tablet to insert problem here. So marketing to the pain points does make the most sense if that's what people are searching for. It's so interesting to hear you say that back. And yeah, I don't even know how to put it quite in words, but I actually don't see them as the same. So they are, and I think in traditional marketing, you know, they always have been like that's going to the scarcity and that's to the fear factor. The way that I look at it is just to be in reality that your ideal client is in pain on something, you know, is in pain, little vulnerable moment. I'll be honest. I was in tears last night about something in my business and it made me think like it was that moment where I'm like, this is a pain point. You know, like if someone had a magical wand or solution for me right now, like, where are you? Why aren't you selling it to me? I was like, someone must know the solution to this. So it's about being honest. We all have struggles. We all have things that we want someone to help us with. And for me, it's just about meeting people there so that they understand and make it, it's like a magnet, like, oh yeah, that's the pill I need. That was beautifully said. Thank you. I was like, how does that tie? Because, yeah, I I totally hear you because I've actually, you know, been in online marketing, well, marketing of types for 20 years. And it's interesting to hear you say that because it is the old way, isn't it? Like go into people's scarcity, go into their fear, go into their pain. So this is different than necessarily digging someone's pain. It's more about compassionately seeing them where they're struggling and offering them the way out. So I've heard it said I think similarly to what you're talking about as offering a bridge from where they are right now to where they want to be. And sometimes you do need to meet them halfway there. Absolutely. You know, it's the whole, we're all about the old school marketing terms, aren't we? But, you know, to sell them what they think they want, give them what they actually need. Especially when there is a lot of, in health coaching world, you know, a lot of energetic talk and a lot of, well, you just need to be empowered or you just need to love yourself. You know, those things are very hard for people to grasp and understand. Whereas sometimes it is things like weight loss that someone is Googling or, you know, how to get out of maybe digestive issues or sleep. And then the thing is, this is where our personal brand then layers in. You know, it's people know that they're not just buying the weight loss or not just buying the you know, the pill as such, they get to know you through your marketing. They get to know your personality. They see that you're about more than that. And it's your approach then that really they are coming to you and purchasing in the end. So moving on from there, obviously, you know, we have to put ourselves out there and, you know, be the tablet that they're looking for. How are you instructing people to do that? Yeah, look, we're in a very lucky age, aren't we, with social media? We really are. The platforms are just sitting there right now for us to get clients today. Like, you know, they really are. So first of all, we don't need to go hiding behind, you know, building websites and building funnels and Facebook ads and all of that. There is an abundance of clients out there right now for everybody on the channels like Facebook, Instagram in particular right now. Now, of course, those will morph and change over time. But what I love about these for getting your first clients and getting started is it actually gives you this beautiful platform to integrate the couple of things we started to talk about. One, to practice your messaging, to put the messaging out there 
and see is it resonating. Find out today. You know, we don't have to sit at home and craft it and get it perfect. We can experiment. One thing's going to be up for, you know, 24 hours. The next one, try another one. So we've got this, but it also starts to bring in what I talked about is the personal brand aspect of putting ourselves out there as a business owner. Now, this is scary. If we're really, really honest, you know, being seen and being heard is super scary. It's one of the reasons that most people struggle when they start getting into business, but especially in something like health coaching or wellness professions, know, like, and trust, obviously the name of your show here is the single most important thing. So when we have these platforms where we have the opportunity to get on there, we get to share our message, we should be sharing our face. I think this is one that really scares people a lot. But we want to be on there, as the platforms say, social, being social. And when we start to really get on there and be comfortable sharing our message, being social with people, starts to take away all those fears that we had around like sales is sleazy. And we start to really get like, this is about connection. This is about, I've got something to share with you that you're struggling with and let's have a conversation. And it's just a really organic and actually quick way that people are these days finding coaches to work with, finding people to work with. I don't know about you, Brittany, but I've actually hired multiple people off Instagram alone. It's really where we are building trust with people uh, on a day-to-day basis uh, now. So we're so lucky. They're free platforms. You can get started today with, you know, no setup. And yeah, it might be awkward to start with, but getting on your things like your stories, your Facebook lives, especially video is I mean, I know you asked me for the next step, but really it's like we can dive straight in. There almost doesn't need to be long, drawn-out steps in that way to get, you know, start getting clients. First of all, I love a couple things that you said that I would, you know, prefer to highlight here. The first is that you can practice your messaging. And I think that's so important because, and going back to, you know, the old school marketing terms that we were kind of mentioning earlier, there are so many things I think that trip up newer businesses online. And, you know, one of them is, you know, having a message, you know, being able to do this, you know, having an I help statement. You know, there's so many different things we we talk about, like, oh, you want to do this, but it's really all a practice. You are, you're testing one thing. And going back to the marketing terms, you know, in the older days, you know, they'd be like, well, split test this and split test that. No, you don't need to do any official split testing. Just try one thing, look at your response, try another thing, look at your response, which one did better? Oh, maybe work with that one and kind of move on from there and you can keep tweaking and so on and so forth. Absolutely. Yeah, I think something that I talk about a lot, and I'm sure you do, you know, any business owner does about target market, right? We've got to get our target market, right? And it actually is super important to nail that, understand that even before, you know, moving into messaging or any of these things we're talking about. But some people get stuck there, like trying to find the right target market and the right this. Whereas for me, it's more an understanding back to what we said before, target market is understanding what someone's struggling with and that journey, that bridge you're going to take them on. Once you understand that, then yeah, you can just have fun. You can play with the concept and it's not trying to get one tagline that sums you up and then everyone's going to get it. It's actually you being comfortable just talking in that terminology and getting to know people through that. And yeah, it's just so much more fluid, I think, than what we try to make it when we come through that perspective. 
Yeah, I did a whole episode on this podcast a few months ago, and it was entitled Ditch Your Ideal Customer Avatar. And it was exactly what you're saying. It's It doesn't need to be the scary thing. Just who can you help the most? Start working with that. Yes, absolutely. Love it. So what are the other things that you find people getting hung up on on their journey to to one, you know, sharing what they do and sharing their story, but really working with those first handful of clients and getting their business to a lucrative state? Yeah, the thing that comes to me next is that we forget we're in business. So, you know, we can be, we're in the social media world. We see what other people are doing. We see their fancy logos and their fancy photo shoots and their, you know, even things like videos and stories that we're talking about right now. But what's really important is if you, if you are doing this for business, not for a hobby, that you have to remember, you've got to make sales. And those sales for most service-based businesses are going to come from a strategy session, a discovery session, some way of getting someone on the phone. So all of your marketing, all of these things that you're doing should be really with the intention of how am I going to get someone on the phone? How am I going to get someone on the phone? Now, and I'm being kind of firm. I know, you know, I hope that doesn't sound like, oh, it's sleazy. It's like, no, of course, we bring all the pieces and we talked about, you know, before we bring education in, we bring value, we bring personal brand, people seeing you, you know, your face. We bring all of that to the table. But the thing I find people often either forget or conveniently forget because it's scary is what I call asking for the dance and asking people to work with you. And what I love about the platforms that we're talking about at the moment, like Facebook Live and especially Instagram, is there are tools that can help us engineer to get people booking those calls. So, for example, you know, I see sometimes people drop into my DMs with quite kind of harsh messages of, you know, wanting to work with them. I'm like, I've never met you. Like, we don't just do it that way. Some beautiful tools like you can make polls say for people who are following you and then you can see who's engaged in the polls and start conversations like you know hey Brittany I saw you voted on my poll for this is there anything else you'd like me to make a new video on you know it doesn't have to be straight into the hey do you want to work with me and the social side the social selling that has opened up for us in dms through these kind of things through questions or even just in facebook you know straight dms That is the way that we can create real connection with people, real intimacy, understand what they're struggling with, kind of suss out, hey, do I actually have something that could help them? And then, you know, book those phone calls from there. So I really, you know, like all my clients to have on a whiteboard in their office. I always say, think like you're working for me. Your job is that you've got to book me one of those calls or two of those calls a week. Or actually you don't have a job. You know, there's no money at the end of it. So for us to remember that sales clients is what keeps a business going, it's why we're in business, you get those generally from being on a sales call or if not, whatever that equivalent might be for you. And then all your actions really should be focused on getting there at the end of the day, even though we do beautiful other things, you know, to nurture and whatever, at the end of the day, we've got to remember to ask for the dance and engineer for that. That's spectacular. And I love how you called out lovingly that people conveniently forget this step. Oh, very conveniently. (laughs) I hear it a lot. You know, it's easy to put it off. There's valid excuses, as every business owner has experienced, of being busy with other things. But I hear people kind of begrudgingly talk about social media, like, oh, it takes so much time to engage with people. And yeah, it does take time to engage with people because we're people. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a business. I mean, we're very, very lucky that I think we're lucky to have these uh, businesses, you know, that we can run online and we can choose when we're working and we can, you know, do it while we're traveling in an airplane or, you know, <laughs> whatever those things might be. But it is still work. And I think this is the thing. I mean, people to me that succeed in online businesses are ones who would do it without the money. You know, it's for passion. It's like you've got that drive. So that's not to negate what I just said. Of course, you want to make money to have a healthy business. But yeah, you've got to do, want to do the work. It's not about like I opened an Instagram account, you know, and why have I not magically got clients? You do have to do the work. And I think that's something not, you know, not enough people talk about. I think it's interesting. You know, a lot of people are given this online access, right? And feel like even if they wouldn't put it in these words, they feel like, okay, I'm doing things online. The clients should just be popping into my inbox. Why is that not happening? But every other method of lead generation or getting yourself in front of clients takes just as much work and often a lot of money to go along with it. You know, even if you're doing it completely digitally with, you know, ads on Facebook or Instagram and things like that, well, that takes time to craft that copy, pick out the associated creative image, video, whatever you are going to put with it, and then put it all together and pay the money. Or if you're doing a more traditional, you know, local kind of advertising in, say, a newspaper, the same thing would have been required. And all of that still took time and effort and money. Whereas platforms like Instagram and Facebook, you have the DMs, which are free, but require time. Yeah, totally. Uh, we are really so lucky with those tools. And hey, I always say too, they might not last. You know, so for anyone who might be sitting there like procrastinating a little bit or, you know, waiting for the day to feel confident or for the message to be perfect, like these free platforms that we can run businesses on today with I've already built the audiences, they, that might not always be the case. You know, we really need to seize the day per se. And also what's doing that is building your own brand for longevity, of course. Of course. Absolutely. Well, Amanda, this has been really good. Thank you so much. Where can we find you online and, and what are you up to these days in your business? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. At the moment, well, I have a signature program, upswingmastermind.com, which is for beginner health coaches to get their business up and running from the beginning. So you can always check that out at upswingmastermind.com. You can find me on all the good socials, Facebook and Instagram. My handle is at Amanda Jane Daily. And then I do have my website, amandajdaily.com, and I've added a, a page just for your audience. So it's amandajdaily.com forward slash no like trust. And I've put a few little goodies on there for you. Oh, well, thank you so much. I mean, I love that you've offered that. It's very generous. My pleasure. Hey, friends, let's all thank Amanda again for that great information about how to use Instagram in particular in a way that gets us clients so we can continue our business and helping people. If you are also looking for information, guidance, and a system to make social media and having an online presence in general work for your business in a way that does nurture your audience so you can build your business out to a profitable level, please go check out theshowupsystem.com. It is my system that helps you brainstorm, organize, publish, and repurpose content that builds you a warm audience of buyers who want and need your service. Thank you.